0: My mic sounds nice. Check one. My mic sounds nice. Check two. My mic sounds nice. Check
1: three. My mic sounds nice. Check four. My mic sounds nice. Check five. My mic sounds nice. Check six. My mic sounds nice. Check
0: seven.
2: You're listening to Down the Rabbit Hole Podcast uh, with me, Luis. Uh, we're here in season two we're excited I'm excited uh, we're all having a great time uh, I'm really really excited for you guys to hear what I have coming up um, it's been a really really fun time um, you know uh, it's freaking season two man I've worked really hard on this I'm really loving the guests that we have so far I um, I definitely had is I definitely had everything like a little different uh, as far as what the content I was gonna bring out but I think you know everything just kind of happens for a reason and I'm a strong believer that that's the case here uh, because I got invited to one of my my first art show and I met a lot of lovely people and I'm really excited to kind of get everyone to you know check them out they don't need my help but man I met some really really dope people some dope artists some really really dope uh, just patrons and I ended up walking around like in like a I look like a like a freaking Ghostbuster with my proton pack But it was worth it because we got a lot of content and um, rather than just putting it all in one One big 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 podcast. I'm gonna separate it into two podcasts so uh, the first part is gonna be my interviews with um, with Aaron Westfall Eilish Gormley Joshua blue and uh, Matthew Boulet. all all talented talented people who I'm really, really happy they kind of took, you know, took the time to talk to me and kind of, you know, let me, you know, into their worlds. And uh, being this my first art show, I was super excited, and I want to go to more now. Like I'm really, really excited, and I, I definitely want to see myself kind of uh, being involved more in the community. And definitely, definitely, uh, thank you to Eric Camargo, You know, check out his podcast, The Salem Circle. Uh, it's now on Apple i just got the text messages not that long ago shout out to the homie he's on apple podcast too we're getting it it's super dope to have friends who are podcasters so shout out to you homie like thank you so much for everything you've taught me and uh, you know it, it's just dope to see you kind of getting your stuff out there uh too because you're definitely the ear to the streets as far as the local community scene uh, the local salem scene is what i'm trying to say um so it's definitely kind of cool to be in that world as well and uh but yeah man so season two I'm super super stoked uh, it's it, it's 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 so much that I have going on right now and I'm really 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 I can't even stress it enough how happy I am that this is kind of all pulling together you know going from the first episode of body count to changing the format to you know making the down the rabbit hole so uh, I'm, I'm really really you know confident that you guys are gonna definitely like this new new vibe and you know, thank you to everyone who's been sending me nothing but good words throughout this whole process. Um, you know, I couldn't I couldn't have done none of this without y'all. Uh, even to the people who you know gave me those critiques, it was much appreciated. It and uh, I did it, and um, definitely I definitely see where I'm at, and I'm I know where I'm going, and I'm definitely feeling myself on this one. And you know, I'm 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 dead dead serious. This is definitely something I'm gonna keep doing and keep providing for you guys. So. Uh, Without further ado, let me uh, introduce you to to Joshua Blue, Matthew Boulay, Eilish Gormley, and Aaron Westfall, um, and just their great interviews that they gave me. So stay tuned, everyone. Uh, Thank you so much again. Okay, so you're back with Down the Rabbit Hole podcast. Uh, I'm still looking for people to interview. People look at me funny, people think I'm a weirdo, but here I am. Uh, my name is Louise, and who are you?
3: I'm Erin Westfall.
2: Hi Erin, thank you for talking to me. Um, so what what do you what's your role here, and what are we doing out here tonight? What are we celebrating?
3: Uh, we're celebrating the opening of four exhibitions at the Bushborn Art Center. Um, I do marketing here, and I'm really excited to be um, part of tonight.
2: Awesome. What can you tell us a little bit about this exhibit that we're seeing today? Because this is my first art show, by the way. I don't, I'm, so I'm really excited to be part of the scene and just kind of be out here and just definitely, you know, my first event.
3: Well, um, the art exhibits rotate pretty regularly here um, usually every two to three months we'll get new exhibits um, A lot of the artwork is from local artists from Salem But we also get artists from all over the Pacific Northwest and the great thing about um, Visiting the Bushburn Art Center is that all of the exhibits are free for the public to view.
2: Whoa amazing So you're telling me that if I'm just sitting at home and I want to go out and do something on a Friday night I can just come here and enjoy the beautiful art from people
3: yeah, exactly.
2: No, because I think uh, one of my biggest like things that I try to push on um, everybody is that there's a lot of cool things to do in Salem, and people call Salem a shit town, you know, and they, you know, and it's a podcast, so you can say shit if you want. You don't have to. You don't. I won't make you unless you want to. Um, <laughs> but uh, and people say it's, it's a really bad town. It's, it's crap, pretty much, and and I'm trying to show, show people that. It's not, there's a lot of cool people, co- a lot of cool events to do. And this being my first event, everyone's been nothing but welcoming.
3: Yeah, yeah. it's, um, it's one of many art um, events happening in town and there's a lot of pop-up galleries happening. There are places to take art classes and see new work. Um, and we're just we're just like one piece of Salem's art scene
2: perfect can you give us the do you guys have an Instagram or, or Facebook page or?
3: yes yeah we can be found online at uh, www.salemart.org and on social media we have Facebook Salem Art Association Instagram same thing and we're also on Twitter
2: and so I'm going to ask everybody what, what's the one piece here that moves you the most tonight
3: Um, I would say the one piece that moves me the most tonight is, um, John Oberdorf's piece of the, um, I'm not sure what they are, but they kind of are like Greek gods and goddesses in the sky. That
2: that was upstairs, right? Okay. I saw that and I was like, wow, this is really amazing." I feel like I shouldn't be here because I'm going to touch something and break it. But, (laughs) um, thank you so much for talking to me real quick. I know you're busy working. And I'm just interrupting her, doing her job. Uh, but my podcast is down the rabbit hole, and it's D T R H underscore podcast. Sorry, I can't talk sometimes. I can't think at the same time. Um, and uh, but yeah, I'm just trying to show people that there's a lot of cool stuff to do here. So thank you for taking the time to talk to me. Thank you and for being
3: here. thank you for being here. Oh,
2: of course, of course, thank you. And I'm just gonna keep enjoying this, and hopefully, I can meet more people, and you know. But thank you. For- My name is Luis. I do a podcast called Down the Rabbit Hole Podcast. So just for all my listeners, can you tell us who you are? Sure. My name is Matthew Boulet. And what are we doing here? What are we celebrating today?
4: So, uh, you know, this is really a collaboration between two artists, myself and Eddie Kane. And, um, you know, I tend to do art that you show in a gallery, and Eddie tends to do art that's, uh, you know, on the street and you know fine art and graffiti art and so it really is about what happens when you bring these two things together
2: and that that's what i noticed i was really really liking the aesthetic of it It, it's just and and just the vibe that everyone has Uh, i don't go this is my first art show by the way
4: oh wow welcome (laughs) welcome
2: and everyone's so welcoming especially when i walk around with a microphone they they have something to say and i like it because you know people who are artists are in the scene they're definitely opinionated and i love that people have a strong opinion on you know
4: art yeah yeah and and this is a welcoming place i mean i always find that artists artists like support and encourage each other right and like you show a piece that you're not too sure about and people like it and they give you some feedback and it's a very maybe it's just unique to salem art association but it's that's the that's the vibe here what would you say was one of the most difficult parts of collaborating
2: with this whole project and one of the, you know, the, the most, you know, lowlights of it and the highlights for you this whole process?
4: So this is the first time I've ever collaborated. Mostly I do all of my art alone. And, and in fact, I kind of enjoy that. Like a art, making art is a time when I'm alone and in my own headspace. Um, and so I reached out to Eddie because I'd seen some of the stuff he'd done. I heard him talk. And I was like this is, a, this is an interesting guy let's figure it out." so there haven't been a lot of low low points. I mean Eddie is great to work with. I think we both kind of respect each other and are open to each other's ideas and, and sometimes you know we'll, we'll, we'll just sort of talk through an idea sometimes I'll kind of do my part and he does his part and and I think I think part of the beauty of this type of collaboration is truly. Not knowing what it's going to end up, but you just trust each other, right? And that's, that's a lot a really of cool trust. Thing. That's a cool thing. Yeah, this is like your baby. I mean, These are—I was just going to use that word. These are my babies, and I spend a lot of time with them, and they're very meaningful personally to me. And so, if you can, uh, you know, if you can believe in the fact that they'll be transformed to something different, and. Um, and you trust the other person to, to do their part in transforming it. It's a pretty cool thing. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, I, I just love the whole aesthetic. Like
2: I told you, I was just how almost relaxing it is looking at it. Did you find yourself more relaxed while you were creating it, or did you find yourself more stressed
4: out in the process? Boy, that's a good question. Um, I find um, the making of the art really relaxing. You sort of get in a zone, you know, and you're in your own headspace, and like hours will pass, and you, you sort of stop and check the clock, and you're like, wow, I didn't know, I didn't know it was that late. Um, so it's a little different process when you're working with a partner because we're not working side by side, right? I do I do my part, and then he does his part, and then I'll do my part, and and so and so there's kind of like some downtime, um, and it's not stressful. You just sort of set back and. And like, let the other guy do his thing. What other uh, what other forms of art and art mediums do you do? Yeah, I do um, so painting, sculpture, and installation. I was in uh, the Marine Corps, and I was in the war in Iraq, and so a lot of my art revolves around the war experience, being at war and coming home from war. And that's why on these on these pieces, you know, I I, I you know essentially attack the canvas and the canvas has a wound you know and and that's what the nails are and that's what that cut on the side is um you know and i don't have a lot of like a specific phrase for it but it's it's meant to evoke you know sort of pain and suffering and and a little bit of the wartime experience do you believe with a, a lot of those experiences uh like mental
2: health is a big issue on that part like you know uh, least, like for example, PTSD things like that.
4: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and I did a show here last year uh, called Yellow Squares, um, and it was just a whole room full of yellow squares. And for me, yellow's like a healing color, and um, and I had a lot of visitors come and say that their children find the color yellow very warm and healing and soothing. And I think, so, so, yes, it's part of, you know, it's the mental health associated with combat, but it's also, you know, the mental health issues that all of us are dealing with and thinking through and experiencing. That's really beautiful
2: because I actually, when I was watching all these pieces, I do get that relaxing feeling. And it's really nice to just kind of, you know, look at something and feel something. I, d- I think a lot of people take that for granted uh, and don't really get it. And... Um, and I think most of those people are the people that I mentioned that I want to come out to the shows and want to experience things. Uh, if there was something you would say to people who are more introverted, don't know about events in Salem events,
4: you know, local events, what would you say to them? Well, you know, the, the, the stuff you started off with, which is this is your first art show and you're surprised that everything is, everyone is so warm and inviting and no one has a chip on their shoulder, you know, and, and in this room there are people who are 20 and there are people who are 75, and people from all different backgrounds. And, and it really is, you can come here alone and you can just like look at a piece of art and, uh, and you can come here with a group of friends or your, your family members and you can, you know, look at it and talk about it. I often, I often have people tell me that they like something about the art and sometimes people say they don't like my art, and I'm like, that's all right. You know, like I don't like every piece of art out there. You don't, you don't have to like it. Just kind of come out and take a look and try to understand what the artist was doing, what it's trying to say, and then and then make your own judgment. How do you cope
2: with that type of criticism as an artist, almost in my own right? Where oh, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> And and as an artist in in my own, you know, form and medium, you know, starting out podcasting, uh, I didn't know about audio levels. I didn't know about anything. I would go to bars and try to talk to people about sex. That was the original format. And it used to be called Body Count. So I'd ask people about their sex lives when they were drunk. That didn't work out. So I changed the format and, you know, made a couple episodes and... Uh, ended up getting a sponsorship with Perrier water. Uh, so if you ever want some water, let me know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and a
2: ton
4: of club soda.
2: I love the stuff now. So if you ever want a case, I got you. Um, but what 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 would you say to someone who's like me in that sense, where they want to start something and you get criticized? How do you handle that criticism? Because I've gotten a lot of it myself, and you know, I'm not the most. I'm still learning how to take it. Yeah. And you've been in the in the game for years, and I'm sure, like you said, everyone's. Somebody said, I don't like your stuff.
4: Yeah. How do you take that? I mean, I'm, I'm okay with it. And, and, and in fact, I welcome it. And I think you got to believe in what you're doing. You got to be, in a sense, your own toughest critic, you know? And, and don't beat yourself up, but, but always ask yourself, how can you make your work better? And, or make the next thing better, different, or more interesting, or whatever your goal is. And then I think listen to people, listen to the good and the bad, but you're the judge of how you want to use their feedback, right? So they'll say, some people tell me they they love something, but they've interpreted it totally differently than what I intended, right? Some people say they they don't like something, but they understand exactly what I was getting at. And you just got to like take the comments good with the bad, but have a sense of, of where you're going and sort of drive it yourself.
2: Wow, I appreciate that because, man, I, I'm taking that to heart because I'm still in the beginning phases. I, I feel like I'm always, technically this is season two, so, you know, the first season I'm looking at as like, a, as my mistakes, a lot of my mistakes yeah. were made in that time period. And I only started two months ago, can you believe that? Wow. Yeah, and I have seven episodes up. Uh, not the greatest quality, <laughs> but. Um, I'll get better. That's where I'm leaning towards. Um, when did you finally realize yourself this is it I'm loving this. was this before the war or were you much of an
4: artist uh, before you went out no I, I, I had almost no interest in art before I went to Iraq uh, I came back you know confused and angry, um, mostly just confused and um, and I started reading poetry of World War one and um, it was amazing to me to be able to connect with these guys who were writing a century earlier in a far different and in many ways far worse war. And yet their writing was so universal, right? I could connect with it. And, I could. and so from those poems, I started thinking about other literature and history and, um, and then started thinking about um, art. And, and, you know, it was a long uh, pathway. Uh, before starting to make my own art, and you know the first stuff you make is awful, right? And I believe that. And that's just I believe weird. that. <laughs> and and slowly you sign up, find your footing to the things that you you believe in, and that that you know they you know they they say about like writing about making art, you have to do it because you love it, whether or not there's ever going to be an audience or you're ever going to get paid a nickel for it. You do it because you can't not do it, because you can't stop doing it. And that's when you know you have a passion. If you're doing it because you're trying to make a million bucks or, or a bestseller or, you know, whatever it is, that's not the, you know, you're not going to get there. You got to do it because you love it. And that's one of the things I like to
2: stress to people too. I'm not doing it for the money. I don't get paid anything for this. If right. anything, the only reason I'm getting anything through Perry is water. Yeah, you know, water. Yeah. Sponsored by water. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I work in the healthcare normally as a medical assistant uh, and endocrinologist down the street here, and uh, you know, healthcare is a big thing for me. So, you know, I definitely want to promote that more. You know, yeah. as far as like I'm designing my own condoms. You know, that's to good. You know, trying to keep in vain with the old, old <laughs> you know, format. Um, if there's uh, one quick last thing you want to tell everybody, what's good in your life right now?
4: Well, well, art is good and family's good. I have a wife, you know, who loves, loves me and, and supports my art. Uh, I have two daughters who are doing well. You know, and, and this is a difficult time for our country. It's a difficult time in the world. There's a lot of bad news. Uh, there's a lot of anxiety about, uh, you know, things like climate change uh, as one example. And you got to, like, make your own community, and that's, like, the people down the street or in your, in your building, you know. And, and I think art and poetry and music have a way of bringing us together, and that's sort of the, that's the magic of it. Thank you. I know your time's limited here, so uh, one
2: last thing before we leave. Uh, I just want to say thank you for your service. I, I appreciate everything you're doing here. Thank you for being so open and uh, you know almost a little vulnerable there with me for a second. Uh, you always have a home at Down the Rabbit Hole. If you ever want to do a full podcast and just sit down and talk, you know, have an actual sit-down with me, uh, you always have a home, and I would love to have you on again. That'd be
4: great.
2: Yeah, thank you. This is fun. Good luck you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, again, thank you for your service, and I appreciate you having me out tonight. Uh,
4: thank you. So uh, it's, it's Luis? Luis. Luis. And tell me, how do I find Down the Rabbit? It's on Apple Podcasts and okay. it's on Spotify
2: now. Okay, cool. Good for or you. it's on Google Podcasts as well, actually. They just told me. Wow. Google Podcasts. If you're not listening, go to Google Podcasts, Apple. Uh, it's D-T-R-H underscore podcast on Apple. The, my, most of my people go on Apple. Yep. You know what I mean? So it's on Apple Podcasts. And, or if you just look at my name, Luis, N-O-R-I-E-G-A is my last name. Uh, that's how I'll find you. Uh, I have your Instagram page already. I follow you already. Oh, good, so good. I'll I'll send you the link send to this. Me oh, yeah. yeah. I'll, and I'll send you everything, all the information. Cool. And uh, definitely, I think your fans should really know what you're doing out here and just know everyone, if you haven't met him, he's a really great guy.
4: <laughs> Thanks. Good to meet you.
2: Okay, so you're back down the rabbit hole with Luis. Uh, so I'm here just interviewing everybody in the show. Uh, can you tell us who you are and what we're celebrating tonight?
5: Okay, I only caught a bit of that because of the music, um, but my name is Eilish Gormley. Um, I'm a painter, painted some stuff that's in the room right now, which obviously is invisible because this is a verbal, process
2: <laughs> which one which one's your piece i mean i'm gonna post some of it on instagram as, i'm gonna post some of it on instagram as well i think everyone should know that this is my first show and i'm really excited
5: all right yeah um i'm sorry i'm so bad at this i cannot hear i'm it.
2: bad at this too that's why i'm doing it i'm so bad i shouldn't even be here but like eh.
5: still i appreciate it i am so down with like honestly any kind of like new creative pursuits just you know keep that going um, but honestly, I have no idea what to say about myself.
2: <laughs> well, let's start this. What, what, can you show me one of your pieces? Oh,
5: yeah. All right, so probably the piece that I've been getting the most comments on tonight is the one called Bad Friday. Um, basically, it's about the canon of Western art history and how much of it is involved with the Catholic Church. So in that, it's not only involved with people wanting to you know, prove their devotion to this religion, but also it's a sign of wealth, which kind of is an oxymoron in a lot of ways. Um, but then also, I was raised Catholic, so Catholic imagery and um, Catholic aesthetics have always kind of been in my life. So it's really interesting just the contrast of my adult life being much more invested in art history um, versus my younger life being much more invested in the Catholic Church and, you know, everywhere that it coincides.
2: How, it's funny because you mentioned that and I saw a lot of the, that in the imagery and I'm like, I'm wondering if she is, because I'm Catholic too, I was, well I call it Catholic by default. Um, and because I was worn into it. It's like a gang almost. You know what I mean? So, uh, do you believe in Catholic guilt?
5: Oh, for sure. Sometimes I'm not even realizing it. And then um, another person who, uh, one of my friends that was raised Catholic will be like, I think that's the Catholic guilt. And I'm like, oh. Oh, shit.
2: Oh, it's a podcast. You can say fuck all you want.
5: Oh, fuck. Okay.
2: (laughs) Just one for everyone. Can you give us a quick fuck? (laughs)
5: Okay. Um, I'm so out of it right now. Okay.
2: You're completely sober and we're having fun. When you were building this piece, actually, like, uh, you know, and all these are really nice pieces. Everyone's doing a great job. What were some of the highlights and some of the lowlights while you were creating that?
5: So with these pieces, I had been in kind of an art rut for a minute. I've been drawing a lot. So, you know, I was really, like, still producing a lot in terms of, you know, creating and making images but I hadn't really been painting. And I think a big part of that was, you know, how I wanted to work with color and how to work with color schemes. And, um, you know, I've been playing with that, but you know, it can be very time consuming and you can waste a lot of material. And I think it is worth it to play with it, but I didn't really have a plan. So with these pieces, I just had to say, okay, you know, I'm gonna go into this, I'm, I'm just going to, you know, bite the bullet and try to organize how I'm going to do this. So these pieces were all made within about a span of a month Um, and I did use all of the same, um, you know, paint tubes with all of these and very little actual, actually, I don't know that I did any actual blending on a palette or anything. I think all of that happened on the canvas, but mostly in just, you know, painting a layer of a solid color, then doing sort of a dry brush layer over that to create a new color, essentially, without, you know, making something entirely new. So that was definitely one of the biggest challenges, but also, I think, through all of these, one of the biggest successes, just how much I can work with color theory and color manipulation, and really stretch one thing to become another.
2: Do you consider yourself a spiritual person?
5: A spiritual person? I don't know, not really.
2: Does that sound almost cliche sometimes?
5: Yeah, I don't know. I think I, I like to believe in what I can see and what I can control. Um, and I'm, I'm really open-minded. I consider myself agnostic. You know, I don't think I'm like, I don't think I can say there is or is not a God, you know, in a way. Who am I to, to make that decision? So I, I mean,
2: we could all be God at this point. You know what I mean?
5: I, yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm creating stuff.
2: You, you, I, and if anything, I believe God was a woman. If anything, <laughs> if anything. Um, so what? Real quick, one, one quick thing. Uh, Chris thinks you're beautiful, by the way. I just, can I just throw that out there? <laughs> oh. I mean, I don't want it to be about looks because, like, you know, that's kind of like really superficial. But he thinks you're really beautiful. He wanted me to shout you out in person. Oh damn. <laughs> oh damn, nervous. Oh shit. Oh god. And if you were to go on one day, I'm just kidding. I'm totally fucking with you. I'm totally fucking with you. (laughs) You're like, oh, no, what am I doing? (laughs) Oh, no. I'm like,
5: I feel like I'm hearing every other word. So I'm just like, yeah, like.
2: No, and I totally get it because this is a loud place. And if I yell yell loud, then you can't hear me like the way I should be, you know? So I'm really trying my best because this is a really awkward place to like podcast. if you can, before we wrap this up, I just want to like not take too much of your time, but what's something that's good in your life right now?
5: Something good that's in my life? I mean, I'm honestly really content with my life right now. I, I don't think I'm like at the point of my life where I'm like, yeah, this is what I wanted to reach in the end, but I also feel like I have so much time ahead of me, and I think I'm on a good pace. I have a good path, a good pace, and I'm really content with that.
2: And I'm all for living in the moment. One more thing, where do you where are you going next? What are you gonna do next? Like, this is huge. This is a big deal to me, honestly. You guys are all great. What do you want to do next?
5: I'm definitely trying to get more into um, just solidifying my portfolio and kind of putting myself out there to you know wherever will accept it, um, and just doing little shows here and there. Um, in the meantime, and, you know, just taking whatever opportunities I can to keep getting my art out there and just keep, you know, connecting with people and doing,
2: doing a, little podcasts for me. Thank you. Doing
5: a little podcast. Yes. Thank
2: you so much for doing this. Can you just tell everyone your social media handles so they can follow you if they don't know? I mean, they already know, but like, if they don't know, like the far people who don't know, can you tell them?
5: Sure. Um, it's just Aylish Gormley, which also is inconveniently the worst name to try and spell from a verbal you know, point, but just my first name, last name. uh, um, Yeah, Instagram is my main thing on there. And I also have a website, which is also Eilish Formly.
2: Thank you so much for having this talk with me. If you ever want to have another like sit down podcast, you always have a home at Down the Rabbit Hole. So if you ever want to sit down, I would love to have you again in like a quieter, quieter location if you're open to it. But just know you always have a home here at the podcast. Thank you so much for doing this conversation with me
5: been really fun unexpected and i hope i don't sound like a complete idiot but you know i'll take what i can get
2: i'm gonna put a (laughs) little on this don't worry don't worry we're good
5: (laughs) perfect yeah all the sound effects thank
2: you so much So now that you're back to down the rabbit hole, I had to take a break because I was drinking water. Uh, I get very parched really easily when I do this. So (laughs) uh, can you tell a little bit about who you are and what you do? Yeah.
1: Sounds good, man. Thank you. Uh, I'm Joshua Blue, and I'm an artist, and I've been doing this for about a dozen years now. And uh, why I do what I do is because I believe that art can and will change the world someday
2: I highly believe that too I mean um, I was telling people this is my first art show this is your first art show I I'm my cherries pop wow and I'm loving every
1: minute of it this is a good one man This is a good one. there are some boring ones that are like little robins sitting on snowy branches in front of a cabin this is people really getting into the nitty gritty, right? Like this is. This feels like Salem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this is the Salem of the future. I love that.
2: This is what we're doing. The art, the art you describe, sounds like an Anne Murray song. Like a what? Like an Anne Murray song.
4: <laughs>
2: I mean, hey, we're
1: here and people are enjoying us, right? So Spread your wings and the fly, little parale- snowbird.
2: Parallels
1: are there, yeah, yeah. I mean. I would just say, like, so this is hosted by Black Rectangle Collective, which is my collective. And if you look around, you see a lot of black rectangles, which encase paintings, right? The idea behind it is the black rectangle is a frame for you to realize this is something you should look at.
2: You know what I mean? Definitely. Definitely. I love the aesthetic of it, like, like especially with all the colors and all the contrast with it. And then border. Like, yeah. just has thick lines, and I love that. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, so, it, it really tells you this is something that is different than what is beside of it, right? Like, so, white wall, black line, painting. It's no, like no, a no, movie no, screen. Personality. Yeah, yeah, it's like a movie screen. You know, when you go to the movie, there's curtains all around the movie, but the screen is there. That's your screen, that's the curtain. You know, so this is something to be consumed.
2: Yeah. And, and and when I notice this when I when I look at this, I don't see painting. I, I definitely see personality. Sure. Uh, what which piece in here uh, makes you feel the most? That one. Can you describe to it what, 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 what you
1: see, what you feel. I don't yeah, care yeah, what you yeah. see, I want to know what you feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I started that piece in two thousand and eleven. So nine years ago. And It started as me punishing myself and telling myself I'm not going to make a difference because when I was 19 years old, all I wanted to do was make a difference in the world. And I still want that now, but 10 years later, what I see is me controlling myself so that I can stay focused enough to actually make a difference. Because if I had thought that from day one I was gonna make a difference, I'd be lost in the world, man. I'd be lost yeah. in the woods. That is but, fucking brilliant. But by, by taking everything and putting it into one little phrase, I will not make a difference, it trained me to understand that I need to live my daily life the way I need to live my daily life. But hopefully, one day, I will make a difference
2: what's one of the highlights and the lowlights while you were creating that piece? Some of them, you can recall. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, while that piece
1: was being created, I got rejected by every gallery in Portland. I mean, every single one. So when you get rejected by every gallery, what do you do? You find your own way to make your own. And that's what this is. This is our own gallery. No one can tell us no. No one can say I'm not into that. I don't want that because the people obviously like it, but for some reason, those people who run galleries
2: don't. And because this is my first art show, and uh, definitely I'm still new to the scene, Um, for more people who are like me and don't really feel like they know or know anybody or anywhere to go, uh, what would you say to them? How would you get them out here? Oh, um...
1: Pay attention to the flyers in the windows of the stores in downtown Salem, man, because people who are trying to build things are trying to do it with the people. Um, and it's free to tape a flyer up in the storefront of a window. So pay attention to all those flyers you see in the windows and on the on the. Columns and just pay attention because those are people who took the time to walk around the whole city and tape or staple their flyer up in that place, and they're trying really hard to get you to see them. Um, you know, aside from that, it's just be open, be open to try new things. When you see an A frame on the sidewalk that says art show this way, follow the arrow,
2: you know, I mean? right? You're yeah, right, yeah. Um, I don't want to take too much of your time, but one last thing uh, before we sign off here: What's one thing that's good in your life right now? What uh, what's good in your life? Yeah,
1: art, people, people and art, man. Like art again will save the world, and I think that people, uh, people are critical. I mean, they're they're the second half of that equation because art will help people. Realize the truth. It, it shines a light on what what we need to be doing and what we need to do to save this planet.
2: Quite frankly, dude, that's beautiful. I yeah. love that, and I, I think we need more people like you, and just kind of shining light on these type of events. Again, for people like me who just don't know, and I'm happy I came. I want to come to more events. What's the next event that's gonna come up?
1: Uh, TBD. Uh, TBD. I mean, I would say. First I want to go back a little bit and say we need more people like you. There are people like us out there, but if we hang our art on walls and five people come, we get really discouraged. But when 150 or 200 people come over the course of a night, we feel much better. So we need people like you who are willing to consume our work. Um, but, but aside from that, I will say the Grey Lab is a great space. We will be back here again. And I would say
2: comfortably look for us in the spring. And you want to let everyone know what's your Instagram? Where can we find you?
1: Yeah, I would like if I can, I would like to do two. Go ahead. Uh, so the floor's you, all yours. Great, great. So you've got at uh, Black Rectangle Collective, um, which is the collective that houses all of these artists and then my personal page
2: is at Joshua Blue Art. Perfect, thank you so much for speaking to me and uh, I appreciate everything you do out here and thank you for, everyone's so nice and so loving and I love the the community. So if I can just ask one more thing, knuckle touch? See, wasn't that exciting? Wasn't that everything I told you was gonna be? Like all these great people so welcoming i can't even stress that enough how welcoming everyone was for my first art show and you know what that's only part one of what we're doing here uh i still have so much more audio to give you guys so i don't know just kind of click up and you know we'll, we'll do part two i mean i mean i don't even want to call it a part two it's more of just like a continuation of just like an, like an like an added on to what we just did right now Uh, because the patrons the people who support the local art scene and support just the local scene in general are what bring this together so I'm really really happy to kind of show you guys this so uh, stay tuned click up Uh, I'm gonna put it out right now and uh, you know look out for it and you you can definitely get a new take on what you just heard now from the patrons point of view and I'm definitely excited to show you guys that too so uh, thank you guys for checking in Uh, I love you all to death, and here's part two.